It all happened one day in class. Arthur had prepared a paper, an excellent paper that he had to read aloud to the student body. Gentlemen, gentlemen, please, please. You may proceed, Mr. Whittington. Uh, Mr. Whittington, where are you going? Wait, why are you leaving the classroom? Well, he threw down his paper and walked right out of the room. Poor boy. I've never heard of him since. But we've corresponded. And uh, then, as you know, when he learned that we were down here in Louisiana fishing, he got in touch with me and invited us out to see him. Well, that goes a long way toward explaining his living out here so far from civilization. You know, he still must be sensitive about that horrible voice. Yes, I'm sure he is. But remember, we mustn't do anything to call attention to it. Oh, heavens, no, I wouldn't. Come on, there's something right ahead on the road. Uh, yes, Martha, yes, I see it. This rain on the windshield is hard to... Wait. It's some sort of a fence. Well, it looks like we've reached the end of the line. And not a house in sight. Mm. Well, there seems to be a sign on it. we better get out and investigate. Button up that raincoat, Margot. Oh, don't worry. Yeah. I'm getting so dark, you can hardly make the sign out. Here's your flashlight, Lamar. Oh, thank you. There we are. <laughs> Whittington Hall. Keep out. That's a nice welcome. <laughs> oh, I'm sure that doesn't mean that. Well, looks like we'll have to walk down this path to get to the house. I think I can just see it through the trees. Hmm. Come on, did you hear that? Yes. Sounds like little kittens. Oh, the poor things out in weather like this. I'm going to find them. They seem to be under that bush. Margo, you'll get so climbing around in that underbrush. Well, I'll have them, Jack. Margo! 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 Come on, I don't understand. They sounded like little kittens. Yes, yes, I know. Well, what do you make of it, Lamont? I don't know. But one thing is certain. They're going back to the car and get my revolver. Lamont, I've never seen such an eerie-looking house in my life. The broken shutters and the crumbled stairs. Those unpainted walls. Don't tell me that this is the Whittington Mansion. I guess it is, Margo. Well, we're back in New Orleans. Well, if you'd rather we... Well, can... no, we've come this far. Go ahead and knock at the door. I promise you, if a ghost answers, I won't be surprised. No. Frankly, no will I. Are you going to tell Mr. Whittington about the dog? Of course. Why not? Well, it may sound a bit strange in the telling dogs that sound like little kittens. Well, he may know who's... What do you want? Oh, uh, good evening. We'd like to see Mr. Whittington, please. What is it about? He's expecting. There are no guests expected here tonight. Well, if you'll say that Miss Lane and Mr. Cranston are I here... I tell I... you that Mr. Whittington is not seeing anyone tonight. Yes, I'm... sir. Yes, sir. What is it? People here, Mr. Arthur. Oh, Arthur. It's Lamont Cranston. Lamont, come in. Come in. Yes, sir, you old fool. I told you we were expecting Mr. Cranston. Sorry, Mr. Arthur. Come in, sir, please. Well, Lamont, I'm glad you were able to come. It's good seeing you again. Well, thank you, Arthur. I'd like you to meet a friend of mine, Miss Lane. Uh, this is Arthur Whittington, Margot. How do you do, Miss How do you Lane? do, Mr. Whittington? Well, come take off those wet coats. Thanks. Yes, we, 
More or less swimming in these. Uh, Jasper, show Miss Lane and Mr. Cranston into the living room. There's a fire there, Lamont. You can dry off. All the comforts of home. <laughs> yes. Now, if you'll excuse me for a moment, I'll go and arrange for dinner. Oh, yes, yes, of course. You will come this way, please. Thank you. Lamont, this place is just as scary inside as it was outdoors. Yes, I uh, see what you mean. There's musty walls and that worn furniture. Candles and old-fashioned lamps. I don't understand how anyone can live here. There's something else that's more difficult to understand, Margot. What do you mean? That man that greeted us was Arthur Whittington. But it was not Whittington's voice. <laughs> no, no, Lamont. I saved this wine for special occasions. <laughs> Very special occasions. Well, we're flattered. I suppose my mode of living is a bit mystifying to you, Miss Lane. Mystifying? Well, my staying here in the wilderness, in the house that's almost in ruins, living alone with just the servant. Well, I I think it might have its advantages, too. Well, I'm glad to hear you say that. Some people might not understand. I must say, though, Arthur, for a man who's roughing it, you set a highly civilized table. Well, I'm like a Britisher in the tropics, I guess. I still like to maintain that. Master Arthur. What is it, Chester? Why are you interrupting my meal? Master, they are loose again. What? I told you to keep that door locked. I know, I know, but they got out. You fool. They must be someplace near. I keep hearing them. Excuse me, please, Miss Lane. Lamont, I'll be right back. Come along, Chester. Yes. Oh, don't mind us. Lamont, you know the worst people. What's all this about? I'm not sure, Margot. But it could be those savage dogs. Lamont, do you think they belong to Mr. Whittington? Perhaps. You know... I'm letting you in on a little secret. I wish we could leave here. Well, why, Margo? Well, the way Arthur Whittington acts, the way he talks, the way he looks at you. I don't know. It, it just sends shivers up my back. But we can't leave now. Not until this storm is over, anyway. Oh, I certainly wish that we'd never... Come on, do you hear that? Yes. That same sound. They're near the house this time. Why should he have such beasts around here? And how do they get the voice of a cat? That's something we'll find out when Arthur returns. I'll just go... What was that? It was a human voice. It sounded like it came from someplace here in the house. Yes. Oh, I don't like this place, Lamont. When he comes back, I think you should ask for an explanation. I think we should know about those dogs and that man, too. Yes, when Arthur returns... I have returned, Lamont. I didn't hear you come in. What was that about my returning, Lamont? Well, Arthur... Uh, both Margot and myself are very curious to learn something about two giant dogs that we encountered on our way in here. Oh, yes, what about them? Well, we wondered just how it was possible that these huge animals had the vocal cords of tiny kittens. Oh, 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 I shouldn't have given you that last glass of wine. No, but it's true. I saw and heard them too. Oh, now come, Miss Lane. I'd say your imaginations were working overtime. Who is that, Arthur? What? Well, what are you talking about? That voice. Someone in this house. Arthur, we've got yes. to... Yes, I know. Now that you've heard him, I... I'll have to explain his presence. Well, who is it? Why did he cry out like that? Miss Lane, that was a cousin of mine, Frank Harper. He's in one of the rooms off this corridor. He's locked in that room because... Well, because he's not right mentally. Oh. I'm sorry you had to learn about this. 
family skeletons are never very pleasant topics. Mine. 
And you've been kept prisoner here ever since? Yes, yes, always in the cell. In the same cell. Even the dogs get out, those savage dogs that he gave the voices of little kittens. Oh, I see. That accounts for the dogs. Well, I promise you this, Mr. Harper. You shall be free to leave this cell of yours after tonight. Is that you, Lamont? No. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh, Mr. Whittington. Where is Lamont? Well, he went out to the car for something. He should be right back. I see. Well, perhaps you'd like me to show you your room while we're waiting. Oh, no, thanks. That's all right. I'll wait for him. I'd rather you come with me now, if you will. I have several chores to perform, and I'd just like you to know where your room is. Oh, very well. Just down this hall, Miss Lane. Thank you. I think you'll be very interested in what I have to show you. This will be your room. Won't you step inside? All right. Is there a light that I can... What are you doing? I'm just making sure that no one will disturb us, Miss Lane. Why did you lock that door? You'll see. Now we'll put on this lamp. There. What's wrong? What is this place? This is my laboratory, Miss Lane. My workshop, where I conduct my experiments. Let me out of here and unlock that door at once. I'm sorry, but you're staying here. You don't let me out. I'll call for help. Lamont will hear me. Why don't you call? Lamont! Lamont! Before you continue, Miss Lane... You might be interested to learn that these walls are completely soundproof. What are you doing? Why have you got me here? You're going to help them, Miss Lane. Help you? Yes. They're going to be a party to an experiment of mine. My greatest experiment. What do you mean? You'll learn soon enough. First, I'm afraid I must strap you to the table. No! Don't keep away from me! Nothing such an obstinate fool. No, don't do Struggle or scream as much as you wish. I'd particularly recommend the scream that may be your last chance to use it. What do you mean? This experiment of mine has to do with your voice, Miss Lane. That's my work, you know. The transference of voices. What are you saying? You've already heard two of my examples. The dogs with the voices of little kittens. And my cousin, Frank Harper. And it's true. What Lamont thought is true. Oh, so he gets my secret, eh? Well, he'll never live to tell it. Oh, no. You will survive, though. But you won't be able to tell it either, Miss Lane. What are you going to do to me? I'll show you. The answer to your question is in this box. Let me open it. There we are. A cat? Yes, a cat. Have you ever seen a more beautiful cat? She's pure poison, aren't you, girl? What has that cat got to do with me? A great deal. And giving her your vocal cords. No. No, you don't know what you're doing. You're mad. Not at all. I merely have a great hatred, Miss Lane, for the entire human race. They ruined me. Their hearts of cold they blighted my entire life. But animals. Ah. You're different. Aren't you, my little pet? No. You can't mean what you say. But I do. Lady knows that, don't you, girl? She knows that after tonight, we'll be able to converse. Be able to tell one another all the things that we've kept stored. No, you can't. You can't do this. And you, Miss Lane, as befits your sex, 
You will have the vocal cords of a cat. No, no. Now I think we can proceed with these. No, keep away, keep away. There will be no pain. This ether will take no. care of that. Are you ready? No, please. No, she isn't ready, Mr. Whittington. Who is that? Who spoke? I spoke to you. Who are you? I am called the Shadow. Don't try to find me. I've made myself quite invisible to your eyes. What are you doing here? Why are you interrupting my work? I've come to put an end to your work. I'm here to free that young woman. Oh, no, no, you won't. I'm not frightened by someone I can't even see. Put down that ether. I'm going ahead with my work. No, no! You may not be able to see me, Mr. Whittington, but I think you'll feel this. Why, you... Now I'm releasing this girl, and then I'm holding you until I can get the police out here. They'll be very interested in your experiment. <laughs> you think you can keep me here, do you? The light is put on some light. Now, Mr. Shadow, I am invisible, too. And I'm getting out of here right now. Stop it. He's going through those cases. Come back here, Whittington. Come and get this shadow. Come on, Margo. He's not getting away. There he is, crossing the lawn. Grace of the Shadow, go on. <laughs> 